Hi, I'm Teiko. And I'm Gabrielle. And, and we, we are, are the, the Baileys. Join us as we talk about staying in love while raising kids, building a business, and going where Jesus sends us. Hey guys, welcome to another We Are The Baileys podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. We are so excited to have you this week and we are just really happy that you're giving us the opportunity to bless your week thanks guys don't forget to subscribe rate and review this will definitely help for others to hear our podcast and Mm. you know it will be there when people search yeah it will be definitely yeah quite a bit has been happening in the last couple of days and weeks so much so much it's like a whirlwind though it is like a whirlwind um wow <laughs> where do we even begin <laughs> i know i feel like oh it's gosh. just and i i've been saying this to you a yeah. lot this week that at the end of this whole season you know of course there are lots of people dying mm-hmm. but at the end of this entire season of covid19 there's gonna be so much therapy needed oh definitely because yeah, it's not just a physical death, mm-hmm. but it's like mental um, stagnation. Mm-hmm. And like there's some things waking up in people where spiritually they're coming alive yeah. or, you know, different ways that they're coming alive. Mm-hmm. But in other ways that we can't see, I feel like people things are, are dying, dying yeah. and just becoming stuck and hard and stagnant. And in that sense, I feel like it's just like, how do we process all of this? Well, It's interesting that you said that because I guess what comes to my mind when you say it is choosing how you're going to focus during the season Mm -hmm. and you can either come out alive or dead. Yeah. You know, like you can choose to, you know, like in the midst of pain, you can choose to receive joy. Right, I get that point, which I'm not disagreeing with. I'm just saying that because we're in it right now, mm-hmm. we can't necessarily process it right now. Yeah. We can't do the debrief while we're in it. Does mm. that make sense? So like, there's no way we can process walking to Coconut Grove and we're seeing it so empty and we're like... Like a ghost town. Like a ghost town. <laughs> it feels like you're in a zombie movie. Oh my gosh. You know, and I, you know, I was walking tonight and I was just thinking, when everybody gets to come out again, like, are we just going to go outside and start clapping? Yeah. <laughs> or is everybody just going to be like, woo! Just because we're just free. Just to get out your house again. <laughs> who, so, who knew that people would cheer? To get out the houses. Um, for those of you who don't know where or what Coconut Grove is, um, so we live in Kona, mm-hmm. pretty much in the heart of the tourist area. Mm-hmm. And so Coconut Grove is one of these areas. It, yeah. It's almost like a hotel lobby, to be honest. I know. We call it the <laughs> lobby. It's so true. If you've been to Jamaica, it's like... Montego Bay. Montego Bay hip strip. Yeah. And it's just an entire... Like, <laughs> I don't know. Is yeah. it a town? No, it's not a town. It's like just street. Like, it's kind of like that touristy area with all the restaurants. Right. Different shops and stuff like that. So imagine <laughs> It's like, like the Waikiki of Honolulu. Exactly. So yeah. imagine the entire tourist epicenter then mm-hmm. just empty. Shut down. All the, pla- all the stores are closed. Yep. All the restaurants are closed. Yep. And it's just, it's so empty. You only need the tumbleweeds. You know, when you watch those Western yeah. movies and you see the tumbleweeds. <laughs> you really, only need the tumbleweeds. It really does feel like a ghost town. Yay. I kid you not. We were just strolling with the boys in the stroller and we're like, what the heck is going on? But I will say this because I saw a lady um, when I was walking tonight and I said to her, the local people or mm-hmm. the people who live here mm-hmm. probably are so happy to have the island to themselves, mm. you know? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you know, this is so good. And I don't know, part of me is like, there are people who their business are affected mm-hmm. and they don't have the customers because they thrive on tourists. Mm-hmm. But then there are other people who just love the fact that nobody's here. Yeah, that kind of peace and tranquility right. is back to what it because used to be. Because she was just like, oh, we should do this every year. And I'm like, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Maybe a couple of days. I, I, hope, yeah. I hope at the end of it for a couple of days, we get to have... Like rest 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 weekends or rest no i mean i i hope like 
for two days mm-hmm. before tourists start arriving. Yeah. Like, we just get to go to the beach. Okay. I thought you were going to say something like, I hope the world would recognize the need for rest. The need for rest. They will never recognize <laughs> because <laughs> you still have countries like the US uh-huh. who won't stop working. It's so true. And they still go to work. It's so true. It, it's funny, like, since the Industrial Revolution, um, like, so a, lo- a lot of people don't us. even realize where this whole work system that we know um model right. came from right it really came out of the the, right. the the industrial revolution and i bet too if you do talk to a lot of these people it's not just because they need the money mm-hmm. that is a driving force mm-hmm. that they they got to work but a major part of it is identity yeah like they don't know who they are without, without their yeah. work and I it's just like what do i do i don't know i don't know how to be yeah without this without job all of that and people people um in north america um tend to want to do like two three jobs i mean if they could do six they would do six because they just want to keep busy (laughs) yeah you know and i i just going through different things happening this week i'm like how can i pull on the experiences that Mm -hmm. i've had as a missionary Mm -hmm. to help me through this process Mm -hmm. because it really is a culture shock yeah even though we aren't in different countries, the change of our daily life is a culture shock. And I have to be processing it in that way. Like, how do I become flexible in mm-hmm. this new culture that, yeah, it wasn't like this couple of weeks ago. It would be nice to hear from people like in Africa and other places who, it's not like they don't go places, but they tend to be more in or on their compound. But that's it. They have a compound. Yeah. So if they shelter in place, their sheltering in place is on a compound. Yeah, but I'm just I'm just saying that in 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 regards to you know like in North America, how we always have to go places, go places, go places to feel good. Well, well, not necessarily feel good. Like we go places a lot because we have nowhere else. Like. In this process, I recognize how much we thrive on public spaces for mm. kids to play. Mm. I know that we can't go places for them to play. It's like, well, what do I do with them? Mm. This was also my time to get outdoors. Got Does that it. make sense? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if there are other people here who have spaces in their house and they don't have to go places. Mm. So then is it that people are, hmm. I'm just saying like a compound is so big that they wouldn't necessarily feel the need to go somewhere. Right. Because they already have so much happening on that compound. Right. But when you don't necessarily have the space. But I agree it is cultural. Is it it that we've fallen away from a good family structure to where is it family structure or or like infrastructure or culture i have no clue well because i'm just trying to think like in africa and other parts of the world you tend to have more extended family situation Mm. you know you have the uncles aunties cousins you know it's just different here in the west everybody just wants their own space right the family is by itself yeah by itself I everybody is separate or segregated or just by themselves so i'm just wondering if like have we strayed away so far from the original um like design of how family or community should be i think there are where, a bunch of articles that talk about that though to where now that something like this has happened, it's just showing how much more we need that. Mm, I you know get what you. I mean? Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of thinking and processing yeah. this out loud. So I'm not sure. I mean, listeners, if you're out there and you have some feedback on this, please do share your, your comments. We'd I know. Love welcome to, to like a daily back and forth banter between take on it like this yeah. is how we <laughs> this is how we discuss <laughs> things all the time no but seriously we'd love to hear your take um especially if you are not living 
in North America mm-hmm. or, you know, just some other country. If you're living in North America, we still want to hear from you. Right. Um, but you just want to hear like, how does this, yeah, just how like is it different for and, you? Yeah, that, that sort of thing. But um, how is, so we just ended our third week of staying home. Whoa, the this first is third week, week of COVID, whoa. Well, not the third week of COVID. The first week, it mm. just like started getting closer yeah. to Hawaii. And then the second week was when they did shelter in place. Mm. So this is our third week of staying at home. Oh, How has yeah. the whole process been for you? Staying home, watching the news, all of that whole thing. Well, um, it's funny. I, 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 I remember wa- watching or no listening to a podcast, uh, I Bethel podcast, mm-hmm. and was it, oh, what's his name, Valatan, Chris Valatan mm-hmm. was speaking, and he, this was before COVID went wild, yeah. and he was just saying, I think they're gonna do a forty day fast and fast the meat. He was just encouraging people to fast negative news, because was that the time when we were going to the beach. I Are we listening to that thing? I think so. But I I don't remember everything, but I just remember him saying something about, you know, news thrive on negativity. Right. You know, and so if we keep listening to the negative um, um, aspect of the news, re-COVID, right. then it's like we're going to lose hope. Mm-hmm. We're going to lose joy. We're going to lose, you know whatever it is that God wants to speak to us or share with us in this time or something right. to that effect. So I just always remember that and with everything else escalating now and things taking the, the, the toll that it is taking on us, I kind of kept that in the back of my mind as a, mm-hmm. as a, as a, as a hedge of protection in a sense mm-hmm. to like, you know, if I sit down and listen too much of the, what's it, ABC News, News, ABC News it yeah. does really affect it because fear starts creeping, a whole bunch of other I know, when you to listen to them, you're just so like, like... You know what, <laughs> let me not listen to too much of this. Listen to some of it so I can have a sense of what's happening around the rest of the world. By the way, I'm starting to listen to Al Jazeera mm-hmm. News and I think I'm becoming my dad. Because <laughs> you say <laughs> Because my dad, <laughs> yes. he listens to Al Jazeera and I'm like, who listens to Al Jazeera? This is several years ago. I'd be like, oh, daddy, you listen to Al Jazeera. <laughs> but I'm, I find myself doing things like my father. I'm like, oh my gosh, who am I? <laughs> um, so anyways, um, back to your question. I've been doing okay so far. Mm-hmm. I think what is slowly taking its toll on me is just having the boys um all or um uh, uh, for a, a larger period of my day than I usually would have them. Mm-hmm. And so I think it it drains me a little bit more. Right. Um, and I, I have to redesign, uh, reframe how I think about being with them for longer periods of the day. But you know what? So, so that it doesn't drain me too much. Because right. then if I, f- if I feel like I work, I need to get, I work, I need to get done and I'm not getting it done and yada, 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 then that kind of conflict of interest mm. drains me quicker than, you know what, it's playtime. Let me just play and don't think about anything else. I get you. So I'm learning how to like reshape some of my thoughts. How do you think they're handling staying at home? Um, I don't know if, I don't think they're feeling the the weight of it as as we are. Right. Because we still try to find ways to keep them active. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's just the routine of going with with um, like a nanny or so. Yeah. I think maybe they miss that routine mm-hmm. where they would have some mornings with the nanny. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if they particularly are like they aren't feeling it in a negative way i feel to some extent of course they miss going outside mm-hmm. and they miss going to the park and yeah. uh, you know growing in the grass all the time they miss that um 
Kalina consistently asks every morning, waka waka. <laughs> so we learned that we're Africa. Oh my Sierra gosh, waka waka is so funny because that's what you say in Sierra right. Leone in and West we, Africa <laughs> when you're going for a walk. Right, and we never <laughs> thought about it when we were saying it to him, like Kalina, you want to waka waka? Like we weren't thinking about where the word came from yeah and we, that's just basically the word that we taught so him funny. for you know do you want to go for a walk and so he he gets up every morning and he's like waka waka park cassie everything mm-hmm. you know like that's the nanny's name and he'll ask everything or auntie pamelo and he's just like oh no you know like i have to keep telling him no and i'm smelling like yeah. no waka waka today oh, no gosh. cassie no auntie pamelo no this no that you know and he like he'll ask throughout the day mm-hmm. and he'll get ready and he'll put on his shoes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's, you're seeing him doing it more like he's putting on him sho- his shoes. He wants to go. But I feel in that sense, he misses that part, but he, he's slowly enjoying like the craft time. Mm, oh my gosh, honey, you're doing such a great job Thank with you. the craft time. Thank you. Like I've, he's I've actually creative. counting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's a little, I know, he does from two to nine, yeah. but then he comes back to the rest. But yeah, he he enjoys the craft time. He enjoys that first nap time when Kavika goes to sleep. And Mm -hmm. he's like, okay, yes, we can do something together. Mm. So he does like that part. Kavika is, I don't know. A little bumblebee. Oh, man. I don't know. He is just... He's getting so round. Oh, so (laughs) chunky. So, so chunky. But he's just so active. And it's just like... But you know what? I... They are just the perfect match for each other. So good. Yeah. So I think they're fine with staying at home. They really complement each other. Yeah. I I think me staying at home, I, I do have some days where I'm, where I'm just back and forth mentally and emotionally because mm. I feel like I'm, I'm stuck. I'm trapped here. And, you know, you can't even walk to, like, a patch of grass and just be. Mm. Because everywhere is closed. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the shoreline, every single where yeah, is closed. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, where do you go, you know? Um, and I'm with them more than mm-hmm. you're with them. That's true. So I don't necessarily get space at all during my days. I do get time when they're napping mm-hmm. and then by the time they're napping, I'm so tired and I'm just like, do I push myself to come out here just because I want to be alone <laughs> for 30 <laughs> minutes? So I'm going to sit up while I'm tired just to be alone or do I just take a nap beside them? And I'm always like, honey, just take a nap. Just take a nap because <laughs> you want the quietness by yourself. Exactly. Uh. But, you know, over time, like this week, I just got to a place where I was just like, okay, things have to change. And like you say, perspective, mm-hmm. it has to change. And so my perspective was just like nap time. Mm-hmm. I spend time with them. I stay in the room. Mm-hmm. I read, you know, I, I have books on my Kindle. I, I haven't finished. Mm-hmm. I have audio books I haven't finished. This is just time to read. And it's just, I'm going to bring my headphones, stay in the room with them while they nap and just be there. I think, I think in order for us to survive this mm-hmm. whole lockdown, people really have to dig in and, you know, shift perspective yeah. to see like what, what brings me joy. And what, not just what brings me joy, like what brings me joy, yes, but also what keeps me like I think I de- I I deal with anxiety. So what keeps me away from that? Mm-hmm, I never mm-hmm. used to work out in the mornings, but it's been so good to get up and do that exercise in the mornings. Yep. yep. Because it just I don't know. It just makes me alive. Yay. Endorphins kicking in. So Guys, exercise is so important during this time because your happy cells, as some people call them, mm-hmm. really will be kicking it if you start exercising right and you know with the limitation to go outside you really do have to do things to get them going i mean you can do stuff simple as just buying a trampoline like one of those you know personal rebounder and just do rebounding for like 15 
20 minutes. Oh, and if you have kids, this is a super, super duper really thing good. to do because... <laughs> Especially if you have boys. Yes, you turn on the music <laughs> and they just jump, jump, oh, jump. Yeah. And it's just like, yep, burn that energy. Well, one of the new things I've started doing is jogging. And mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't true. consider myself yes. a jogger. Um, With your little short shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I call stop them it, his European shorts. me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, once again, I think I'm becoming my dad. <laughs> exactly, because your dad... Wait, isn't there like a laugh button here? Oh, gosh. There is. Oh, it didn't work. Um, but yeah. I think I'm becoming my dad because, you know, we grew up close to the beach in Jamaica and on the weekends, daddy would take us to jogging. Mm-hmm. You know, like we just have to go jogging with him because... He's just a health fanatic in every way. I know. So. When we were engaged, <laughs> I think it was when we were engaged, I went to your house. And how old was he then? Oh, in his 60s. And he came downstairs for you at 6 in the morning? Yeah, maybe 5. To wake you up to go jogging. And I was just like, oh, my word, this is so hardcore. And I mean, like, whenever you go home, daddy looks forward to like, Okay, I'm somebody's in the house. <laughs> I can jog with them. Jog and talk, yes. Uh, so I'm just, I'm there jogging and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm becoming my dad. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Your dad is such a fun person. He is, and he is. I really, really do hope that we get to go to Jamaica in time. Mm-hmm. You know, before anything happens, we don't want to put anything out there in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But so that Kavika can meet Spend him. Spend some time, yeah. Because I think, yeah, I, I, I think that would just be wonderful. Oh yeah. gosh, he's very resilient. Yeah. Very resilient. And like your mom would just squeeze Kavika. Oh my gosh. Squeeze him <laughs> <laughs> the, the entire time. So guys, um, we have a song of the week. Oh yeah, we did and a player <laughs> song of the week. Yes. By the way, we are just a praise report right here. Mm-hmm. Um, we just got our roadcaster. Yes. And we just want to send a shout out to the road company. Mm-hmm. You guys are doing so good. And there's so many people the behind the scenes that you create. Yeah. with this whole yeah. praise report. That's If you want to hear this story, send us a DM. Yeah. We'd love to share that we story share with you. share the story with you. And um, this is just a blessing. So thank you, Jesus. Yep. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. We have this thing at home. <laughs> our faith wall no not necessarily the faith wall or oh. praise jump oh <laughs> we we did we started doing okay uh. let me play the song of the week and then we get back to yeah the story. give us that song of the song week song of the week I think you're gonna like it it's by brian brian and, and jen, jen johnson. johnson um they're a part a part of the better bethel church well here is the song of the week You're here with the grace of the Savior, with the heart of a Father, and you're all we need. And you're here with the hands of the healer, with the power of your Spirit, and you're all we need. of your name every chain will break I know everything will change Jesus just a whisper of your name silence when I wait at the mention Well, we hope you enjoyed our song of the week. Oh man, that is such a fitting song. It is, it is. Because I feel, you know, with everything happening, you do need a stable anchor point. Definitely. To just focus your attention. And really, at the mention of his name, fear, anxiety, Mm -hmm. stress, all of what you're dealing with does go away everything changes Mm -hmm. and it's funny today you were saying that your dad sent you guys a message Mm -hmm. um just saying 
this lady got some prophetic word or something right about how as people begin to praise and worship the lord more right he would um, lift he would lift off the oppression mm-hmm. the anxiety different things like that and i believe um there is a lot of power in praise and worship so i would encourage you guys um just just be singing out singing out some some songs if you don't know any find it on spotify or youtube you know just give praises to god like he can really shift um your atmosphere and Mm -hmm. i just pray um for anybody who's out there that god would um just give you um strength in this time that he would encourage you that the peace of the lord would really be upon you um wherever you are whatever you you've lost your job or it's hard staying on with your kids or whatever i just pray that the joy of the lord would be your strength um nehemiah uh, 8 verse 10 i think mm-hmm. um and that was when you know the israelites were i think moses was um sharing the ten commandments or something like that and mm-hmm. they realized how sinful they were and just how things were really messed up in their lives and but God's grace was really upon them. So, you know, he was just like, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And so just want to encourage you guys to just um, give praises unto God, you know. Yeah. It, it There is power in that. And I just declare the peace of the Lord over you. Um, yeah. One, yeah. One thing I will say with that too is, and this is this is something I've learned over the journey of motherhood mm-hmm. and then coming into um covid19 yeah just that there are some seasons that we can't necessarily engage Mm. spiritually like Mm. there's some like okay over the course of motherhood for me there's some seasons in it where when it was just kalino and he was younger i could Mm. do i could do the quiet time i could do all the things before Mm pre-motherhood and then there were some seasons in that process where i couldn't engage physically i never necessarily felt like i wanted to pray or felt like i had anything to pray Mm. and i think that's where external things do help to usher you into that place Mm -hmm. so that you can do it so like i've found different videos or sermons online that can start the engaging process. Yeah, were, were you listening to Stephen Steve, Furtick? Yeah, Elevation, From Elevation Church. Elevation Church. Yeah. Yeah, and so I don't know, like it maybe to phase, maybe right now, as that's just probably where I need mm-hmm. to be. You know, listening, focusing to engage, like start, start that fire in my heart burning right mm. now. He's had some good um, perspective, right? But I just wanted to say that you know that's something that people can also remember, like. Mm. They don't all, they don't have to feel like they have to give everything from themselves if they aren't at that place. Got you. They can find good sources, reliable sources out there that Got can you. help to usher them into that place. But because they don't feel it mm-hmm. isn't an excuse. That it yeah. That yeah. they shouldn't try to get there. I get you. Yeah. Well that yeah, and I mean a lot of podcasts are out there today, mm-hmm. like Bethel podcast is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Like oh, but before the song of the week, I was mm-hmm. sharing about our praise thing. Mm. So, <laughs> and we have so <laughs> many stories. Oh gosh. But ever since we were married, we've had um, different envelopes or lists in our house where yeah. we, you know, write down things that we're believing the Lord for. Mm-hmm. And... We just pray about them, put them away on the list or whatever. And whenever we see the list again, we just keep praying over them, you know, exercising our faith. Yeah. And when something would come, we would just do this praise dance together. <laughs> where we hold each other's hands and we hug. Sometimes it's just out of pure excitement yeah. and we're jumping in a circle. <laughs> it sounds weird now like, explaining it. Like but two bunnies. Exactly. And we're just like, yay! jumping around thank you jesus thank you jesus oh so gosh. yeah that it, was what it's I was funny you say that before. because I was, I was just um putting some of the envelopes in a ziploc bag mm-hmm. um because one of the one of one of the things i've been wanting to do for a long time scroll. is to purchase a scroll mm-hmm. to where i can just keep writing just different uh like periods of thanksgiving right 
you know, whether it's something big or small, right. you know, you just keep writing it down. Because I think a lot of times what happened is that God does so many things for you mm-hmm. over the years and months and weeks and you just forget because something else comes and you forget and you forget. But as you write it down, as you date it, as mm-hmm. you make a note of it, and then you go back and look at all of that from like 5, 10, I 15 know, years. Yes, Come yes. on, it does something. It does something, especially when you, you start to believe for something mm-hmm. bigger or mm-hmm. something that you've never done before. Exactly. You're just like, well, look at all of these things. Yeah. And it's so funny you start talking about this because in April, which is what we're in, mm-hmm. we're talking about forming a spiritual bond yep. as couples. That's right. And we've had that journey throughout our marriage where we've had to learn how to come together mm-hmm. with our divergent spiritual walks. Yes. And make that one and how no, it kinda works seamlessly. Well, I think we've developed a framework over the years mm-hmm. and we're we continue to build on it. Right. Yeah. Right. But I feel that because we've intentionally done that too, mm-hmm. now it's easier for us to get together and say, Yes, this is possible. That's right. That's and right. we can believe God together. And we we've had those experiences before to say, mm-hmm. Honey, remember this happened. That's right. Remember we we're praying about this and the fridge story. We should Build tell them the fridge faith. story. You remember the fridge? Which one was that again? <laughs> In building C. Oh. <laughs> so this is like when we just got married. Oh gosh. What happened? I and don't even remember. Like you. we just got married and I don't know if you had gone to the store and you bought things and like you recognize like, oh my gosh, food is so expensive here. Yeah. And it was a full fridge. Mm-hmm. And yes, food in Hawaii is expensive. Yes. I feel like in mainland America or get Canada, we get double, right? <laughs> so I think you had just gone to the store full of fridge and you're just like, we need to pray over this fridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it needs to stay full <laughs> forever. <laughs> and I kid you not, guys. That fridge <laughs> never went empty. Oh it never went gosh. empty and it wasn't like we were always yeah, buying we're like, things we're like giving away stuff we were too. giving away stuff for a long time <laughs> and you know i think it was like i don't know if it was like the third or fourth couple that we had over to yeah. our house because we intentionally invited couples into yeah. just hospitality just mm-hmm. to like get to know them serve them dessert tea and i think it was like the third or fourth time and we're just like oh wait a miracle did happen. Yeah. It never even <laughs> occurred to us that a miracle happened. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, yeah, you're right. We've always been giving away food, but we haven't been refilling it. Mm-hmm. So big stuff like that, where we get to look back on and we're like, remember the fridge. It's so true. Well, well what comes to my mind is David, you know, mm-hmm. him fighting Goliath mm-hmm. wasn't just because he could fight. You know, like it wasn't just because he's this big bad David, right, but it's yeah, because yeah. he had a record with the Lord helping him to, you know, overcome different challenges. You know, right. like there was like the lion, right. the bear, and basically you know, he's like, "Who are you to talk about my God?" Yeah, and then Goliath was just another challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, so you'd be surprised at how keeping track of the things that the Lord has done for you will really build your your strength and your faith in him so so would you say that's your number one advice that you'd give to couples if they're like well how do we build our spiritual bond i know we're going to talk about mm-hmm. this more in the coming weeks but like right now off the top of your head oh, would def- you say that's your number one advice that you'd give them definitely mm-hmm. definitely cuz it it really it takes you to places that you can't go by yourself mm-hmm. you know because it's really not just, it's not really in your strength. Right. Yeah. By the way, we're talking about Love Works, which is a 12-month relationships program that we do. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to check it out, um, go yeah. to wearethebailies.org yeah. slash loveworks. Yeah. And join in for the month of April, where we talk about... Forming a spiritual bond. Forming a spiritual bond. Right. We recognized over time that... Having that power of agreement, mm-hmm. unity in prayer has been one of the most foundational things in our marriage. So important. And besides everything else that we've learned about ourselves and about our marriage, like that's been 
the thing that we come back to all the time. Mm-hmm. Like everything else that we've built on stands on that one thing. So true. So it really is important. Um, yeah. And it just it just opens up your relationship in different ways. By the way, in, in terms of news around the world, mm-hmm. we're listening to watching ABC News. And as it relates to these masks that Al- everybody Al-Jazeera. is trying, oh, it's Al Jazeera. <laughs> Where you thought it was ABC is piracy. <laughs> I cannot modern believe day this. piracy. <laughs> modern day piracy, guys, with all this shortage of masks, right? Oh. So oh it seems gosh. like Germany and Canada purchased a bunch of masks, and apparently <laughs> the Americans showed up. I were like, and we paid double they what paid, they're paying. No, it was more than double. Right, they, they paid them way more than double. So we'll pay more and just to get the mask. All of a sudden, Germany's they're waiting on their masks. Don't reach. <laughs> only to hear that the mask. Only to hear that the masks are in the but US. But you know what? I find it ridiculous. And likewise, that Canada. Yeah. You know, Canada was very diplomatic about you know. What's We're gonna name? find what's out what's name again. Trudeau. Um, Trudeau. Yeah. <laughs> Trudeau was very diplomatic. He never said it. No, they but did say that the Americans. No, said their but masks. when Trudeau made his statement. Oh yeah, the German the guy was like America took yeah, our masks. The German mask, guy yeah. was just like straight in your face. America stole our masks. They, yeah. they pir- piracy. He said, this is modern day piracy. <laughs> I'm so like true. seriously, so y'all, true. y'all stealing masks now. <laughs> but but what is just like I don't know if it's just annoying. Like people don't recognize the season that they're in because America had to get to the place where they had to ban the companies here who mm-hmm. are making masks mm-hmm. they were exporting them to different countries Yikes. so they had to get to the place to ban them from exporting and i'm just like that is common sense mm-hmm. in the middle of something like this mm-hmm. they should have like just been like okay we're just gonna ser- send our mask here mm-hmm. in the state so that the hospitals get them here yeah. and i think that can um china should be blamed mm-hmm. double because one the doctor who recognized um, coronavirus, he was punished, right? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, sad, sad story, right? Right, yeah. he was punished. And then two, they should not be taking extra money for those masks. They should be the ones just saying, okay, we have this amount, we're going to send it like this amount to every country because er- they know what it looks like. Yeah, but then there's a whole aspect of the economy, you know, People, they're pe- just yeah, greedy. There's health and there's economy. So there's health and there's wealth. No, there. <laughs> That's what you mean. No, honey. There's the health situation and there's the economic situation. And a lot of people are saying, "Hey, we know Corona is happening, but we still need to make our money because after this ends, we need to have money in the bank, money it's to continue greed. our business." Well. I wouldn't, yes, there's some aspect of it that is related to greed, but I wouldn't necessarily say it's entirely greed. If you China have a business, should be giving those masks to the world for free. If you have a business. And they should be giving the um, <laughs> hand sanitizers to the world for free. I disagree. Because they knew about this from way back I, when. I disagree. I wouldn't say entirely free. I could say a well, percentage yeah, could be I'm donated, you know. Yeah. Um, but you have to be able to still maintain the the business cycle, the economic cycle. I think the lady, um, I thought Christine Lagarde was in charge of IMF. I don't know. But Maybe it seems as left. if she stepped down. I don't remember the name of this lady, but she seemed to have some kind of a Russian or accent from that region of the world. She was just saying, you know, the, the, the global economy is just crippled right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, Nobody knows what to do. <laughs> it's so funny. Like it's not like money disappeared. It's just not circling. Right, because you know? there are people it, holding the on to money the money that was there last month. The same money that was there in the beginning of the year is mm-hmm. still out there today. You know, it's just funny how this whole economic thing works. Like the money is there. People just it's just not circulating the the way Which that it used should, to. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully it's not gonna take us like two, three more months to yeah. get out of this place. I feel like that would be so, so, so long to get like back to normal. But you know what? The Lord saw twenty twenty mm-hmm. before it started. Everybody was just like, "This is gonna be my year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna travel to the moon and back." What, what's that? What's that thing where you said someone posted on Facebook about paper and bags? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where oh. someone is like, yeah, we were like 2020, I'm going to get that paper, <laughs> and, you know, whatever the bag. But we never knew it was toilet paper, grocery, grocery bag. bag. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, oh, I, I thought that was just one of the funniest so posts. True. That one was a really <laughs> toilet good one. paper and grocery <laughs> bag. <laughs> so true. So true. Um, I'm just like, whoa. But you gotta laugh, guys. You gotta you gotta just find moments to be joyful and humorous and just laugh your ass off because Oh my word. If you think too deep during this time, you're gonna just yeah. sink in depression and we don't want any of that for you guys. Which goes to our commentary mm-hmm. on Uncorked. So one of the mm. things that we're doing is we're giving a short commentary on yeah. um movies or series that we're watching on mm-hmm. Netflix because these things shows spark conversation it and does. conversation is just the perfect place to start dealing with anything anyone out there watched in relationships on netflix right so if you haven't you should long story short it's this guy who's a part of this family in mm-hmm. well yeah if you listen to our podcast and we're talking about our show you probably don't want to listen when we get to this part because we're gonna <laughs> give you some spoilers <laughs> but yeah it's this black guy yeah. growing up in like you to like i don't know where is that it's not like the, it's south. In the south is it the south I, th- I think so i guess this is stereotypical but let's say it's the south no man i think it's the south i so just yeah. can't remember the growing up in place. one of these like black neighborhoods yeah and um his family runs a ribs shop yeah like a ribs restaurant restaurant and so they are expecting that he's gonna be the one to take it over because his grandfather started it right so his dad was like i took over from your granddad so you need to take over from me and he's the only son and he wants to be a somali yeah everybody's like somalia (laughs) (laughs) that Uh. part in the movie just cracked me up (laughs) Because they were around the dinner table and and was it the sister? The I sister don't know. Yeah. Um, oh no, it was like the auntie. She's like, you she, wanna be a Somalian? Somalian, you're gonna steal somebody's <laughs> identity. I don't even know if we're pronouncing the word correct. If it's Somalia or Somlier, we should we Somlier. It's, it's, it's we a French like, word. I don't But y'all will figure it out in other aka wine tasters. Not just wine tasters, well, but they, like, they, they select the wine right, for you. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you can tell this is like completely different worlds. Yeah. His family's in like the South ribs. in their ribs restaurant. He's like, I wanna go to Paris to study this exactly. thing. And oh the number one thing you should know, the movie ended terribly. <laughs> Nobody's gonna watch it, honey. It ended terribly. Watch it, but just just watch it. It was a good movie. They just could have worked on the end a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah. They could have worked let's, on it. Let's put because, it that way. Yeah, because... If the movie ended it terribly, I wouldn't watch it. And I would have wanted to watch it. Okay, in the sense that it ended... It just hurt my feelings how it yeah. ended. Like, they worked on so much with their relationship. Yeah. And they just ended it like nothing happened. Yeah. You know? I mean, it... it one of the good things I learned from it was just how, you know, when you think about leaving an inheritance for your kids or a legacy, mm-hmm. you really have to be careful how you force it on them. Well, just how you um create a system for them to inherit it because, you know, and 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 I guess this is very close to home for me because my dad wanted us to kind of be in family business yeah and you big and successful music. and all of that you know <laughs> <laughs> and like things just really got shattered because obviously my father never did it well you know in the um, sense of but i think sometimes parents want to just force on you mm-hmm. what they think is best for you and i mean now that we are parents we really have to think this thing through I think I think what was missing in the movie, which is probably what was missing with your dad as well too, yeah. is conversation. Mm, de- oh, definitely. There was no welcoming of conversation mm-hmm. between the dad and the son. The mm-hmm. son tried to talk to him. Mm-hmm. He tried to reach out to him, but mm-hmm. the dad wasn't listening. He was just like, your grandfather gave me this. I did it. You have to do it. Yeah. And it's not that he wouldn't have done it. I think they could have had a conversation about it and he, the son could have said, well, 
this is how I can do it my way mm-hmm. and still honor the legacy Making of our room family. For that. And I don't think that conversation took place. I think maintaining family wealth and legacy can be so delicate mm-hmm. because we usually think of you know kind of like the financial aspect of it more. Right. But we don't think of like the qualitative wealth like mm-hmm. the intellectual property. You know, we don't think of the social wealth. We don't think of the emotional or the spiritual. Right. And I think all of that goes into, you know, leaving or, or building wealth. Because it's true. If you just pass on money. Is what wealth, you worked for. Exactly. But if you just pass that on and you forget everything else, like you just said, social, spiritual, emotional, physical, all of that stuff, mm-hmm. then all of those things die under mm-hmm. this huge burden of money. And everybody looks and they're like, oh, but you get $30 billion. Exactly. You should be fine. Exactly. What are you complaining about? But you don't even know how to keep generating it. Or you don't know how to build healthy relationships. You don't mm-hmm. know. Everybody's just like, well, you don't need to build them. Just buy them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what these families think. Like, you don't need, you don't need friends. Buy them. It's What's true. your problem? Or what, what, what some families end up doing is that you're bringing this uh, handbag of lawyers to create a whole heap of jurisdictions and mm. systems to make it sustain when there's no relational connection. Exactly. You exactly. know? And it's like, oh, you can't do this until you're 21. You can't touch that until you're 40. You can't use this trust fund. And it's just like, why do I need any of this? You right. know. And some people just end up giving it away because it becomes a burden. And I think also, too, a good thing that we saw in the movie was that his mom recognized mm-hmm. the importance of giving him the time to explore that thing. Yeah. Because she's just like, you have to let him get it out of his system. Yeah. Like if this is where he's supposed to be, he'll mm-hmm. come back to this thing. But if that's his thing, we wouldn't want to be the ones to stand in the way of him actually getting to his true potential. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, it is a sticky thing. Like, who's going to carry on the family business? But do I want to crush what you were put on earth to I mean, do? I think the dad could have, you know... That dad. The dad could really have created a management team and the son can be... He was just, like, ...in stuck. charge, but he doesn't necessarily have to take over the business. Yeah. So he was stuck in his thinking, which most of stuck. us tend to be anyway, yeah. so... You can check it out if you would like to. Think yeah. it's check out Encore. Tell us what you think. Yeah. I'm sorry I said it had a terrible ending. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you weren't wrong, but you yeah. could have phrased it differently. <laughs> exactly. That was just me in the heat of passion right there, guys. Do you have a rant for this week before we go? Do I have a rant? I I kind of have a rant. What what is I'm it? I'm not sure if I you know, if I think it through too much, it might not be a rant. Oh my gosh. No, just go for it. But today I went to the gas station at Costco Mm -hmm. and I was just really annoyed that, you know, everybody takes up the gas pump Mm -hmm. to put the gas in your car. Yeah. So I'm like, for a place like Costco that makes so much money Mm -hmm. and we're trying to prevent the spread of COVID, why is there nobody spraying like any kind of disinfectant on the pumps? So you can wipe off the handles. Because okay. to me, you're just spreading the disease. What if the guy before me Had has it. COVID? That actually is and a very I hold good the handle point. of the pump. Like, come on, Costco, you can do better. That you is guys actually, actually sell point. these things. You sell the disinfectants, you sell a whole bunch of stuff. Somebody should be there at the pump spraying them ever so often or or at least they have designated people at each pump like something but you you know i just walk into different stores and i'm like if you people (laughs) are going to take our money at least put sanitizers outside so when we come into your store we can you know have our hands sanitized properly and it's not every store have it no but maybe if they do that then they wouldn't have any to sell excuse me we are buying your products in the midst of corona (laughs) that's the least you can do for us no they 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 don't need your money okay (laughs) okay (laughs) all right i don't know why i'm arguing with you so anyways the gas station costco kindly spray 
some disinfectant or put some kind of stuff you know costco isn't gonna hear this right they better (laughs) somebody y'all hearing me out there let's pass this on to costco at costco need to disinfect your pumps oh my goodness there we go there you go uh my rant for this week i have to say this um to the spouses that aren't the primary child care person you need to know the routine (laughs) you need to know the daily routine because here's why when you step in to help we don't want to be asked a (laughs) hundred questions you need to know what your kids eat where they eat it when it's time for them to sleep how they sleep what kind of milk they need to drink how much of it they need to drink so that when you step in when you step in you just take them and do what you need to do with them and we aren't the ones they're going do this do this do this because it's not a break i told you you're kind of like dan pontefract's wife (laughs) did she say dan pontefract is an author um by the way um she writes a note and put it on her door i'm working and the answer to any of your questions it's upstairs (laughs) it's in the laundry it's in the fridge or something like i don't know but (laughs) yay and i'm i'm gonna create Uh, that for this week and just put it on my door when i when it's my time well in defense of those spouses um i would say bear with us a little we're getting the hang of it you've had kids for two years you need the hang of it already no 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 i haven't been at home as consistently to know like the flow you know what i mean i don't know why he's trying to talk to me about my rant <laughs> my rant is my rant, yeah, that's your rant. What, am, exactly. what am i even doing yeah right it's your so, rant, honey i'm so sorry that's my rant. you're looking beautiful by the way <laughs> <laughs> anyway guys it was wonderful catching up with you this week oh, we hope to connect with you again next week when we share that instagram post on um this podcast mm-hmm please leave a comment there tell us if you have a rant happening this week yes Did you what's watch your rant? just talk to us talk to us guys talk to us and to with talk. the podcast remember to rate subscribe and leave a review please thank you so much uh to find us on instagram ah uh, they know where we are on instagram we are underscore the baileys yeah so go live confidently and change, change your, your world, world. <laughs> you just jumped in at the end <laughs> i had to <laughs> Okay, here we go again. Go live confidently. And change your world. There you go. All right.